0: Hey everyone, my name is Pastor Michael Ash, and you are listening to Sermons to Share, a weekly podcast that explores the Word of God through Scripture and Gospel readings. We dive deeper into messages that are thousands of years old and translate them for today's ears. The Bible can offer us vast, endless supply of knowledge, direction, peace, and comfort, and is easily relatable to what's going on in our everyday lives and in our world today. This week, we are exploring the Gospel of Mark, selected verses from chapter 8 and 9, to help us better understand how our own personal feelings can sometimes get in the way of God's divine plan for each of us. We will talk a little bit about how they can sometimes stop us altogether and cloud our paths for moving forward. So won't you turn with me in your Bibles and read along, starting with Mark, chapter 8. Verses 31 through 38. And as always, may God bless your hearing and understanding of these holy words. Amen. Our gospel this morning comes to us from the book of Mark. So if you'd like to grab your Bibles and turn with me to Mark chapter 8, verses 31 through 38, and on through 9 For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life indeed what can they give in return for their life those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of them the son of man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels six days later jesus took him with peter and james and john and led them up on a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there he appeared to them with Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it good for us to be here? Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down from the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen, until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. The Word of God, as told through Mark. May God bless your hearing and understanding of these holy words. Amen. Sometimes the work of God, or God's ultimate plan, goes far beyond our personal feelings. Today, we're going to spend some time talking about how God helps us to get rid of some of those feelings of doubt and disbelief by showing us a range of miracles from small to large, Every day. This week's Gospel reading of Mark actually sets us down right after Jesus has fed 5,000 people from five loaves of bread and a few fish. Just after he healed a blind man and performed a few other incredible miracles along the way. Here, though, Jesus has done something that he hasn't done previously. He's revealing the ultimate will of God to his disciples. He is opening up the curtain of mystery and knowledge known only between him and God so that his disciples can truly understand what the fruition of God's plan for him will be. Possibly the ultimate plan for them, too, if they continue on his journey with him. Of course, this also meant that he knew among them who would really be willing to lay down their life and carry that cross alongside him when the time came. If any of us knew that about our fellow brother and sister, if they were going to turn their backs on us in our time of need, betray us, would we still continue to allow them in our company? Let's think about that for a minute or two before we move on. Jesus was human, and with that came extremely human thoughts, feelings, and emotions. He has the same feelings we all have. If any one of us would have known right away that the person next to us is going to betray us. Our feelings would get right in the way and cloud the plan of God. We would be offended and hurt and betrayed and all that jazz. Let's say you knew your best friend was going to sell you out for a handful of silver. We might reconsider hanging out with them for a few minutes, right? But if any one of the members of Jesus' party had behaved any differently than each of them had behaved, then God's will couldn't have been made possible. So Jesus had to put aside his feelings and hang around with these people because he knew that each of them played a key role in God's ultimate plan. If he cast even a single one away, then things would have gone very differently, I'm sure. The disciples of Jesus We're also extremely human. Just like you and me, they have extremely human bodies that require food, water, and rest to stay alive. Inside of each of them, they had an extremely human brain and logical skills. Just like the rest of us, they too had fears of the unknown, the known, and everything in between. When will we eat? When will we rest? What will we do when we run out of food and have no place to rest? All very logical thoughts to have when you're traveling the wilderness from city to city, aware of only maybe 25% of the ultimate plan of our seemingly fearless leader has us on. Even though they had seen firsthand actual miracles performed almost daily, the disciples still had doubts and questions of God's ultimate plan. Their humanity didn't allow them to believe without seeing first, and even then they still doubted it daily. The old saying goes, believe nothing of what you hear and only half of what you see. Extremely human logic brought to words by the great Edgar Allan Poe in 1845. It's a saying in one form or another that many of us have ingrained into our thought process. And so do the disciples of Jesus. We are only willing to truly believe in what we actually see. And even then, we will still have to question. Well, the Bible has many provable things. This is yet another. Even people thousands of years ago thought the same way that we do today. We still have some of the same extreme emotions and problems with belief of the unknown or belief in the words of another. Today's reading continues to prove to us just how human Jesus' disciples were. Even after they witnessed firsthand all the miracles, they still doubted and questioned Jesus. They were provided with food and rest, even in the most impossible circumstances. And yet, when he revealed God's ultimate plan, they still doubted and feared for the future. Why do you suppose we do that? Why do you suppose sometimes it's so hard for us to truly believe that through God's will for us, all will be okay? Through the good or bad, we will be fine, because God will shelter us from any storm. The answer is because, like the disciples, we have normal and natural human feelings, and sometimes the work of God extends past those feelings into the area of the unknown. Our individual feelings and emotions are fine and normal, but ultimately have nothing to do with his plan and can many of the times get right in the way of what he and we are trying to do. They got in the way of Simon Peter today, didn't they? Verses 20 through 33. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter instead, saying, get behind me Satan for you're setting your mind not on divine things but on human things that's all about his feelings and his thoughts getting right in the way of course we don't want Jesus to die of course Peter didn't want Jesus to die we want anything bad to happen to any one of us but sometimes it has to happen for the greater good Peter's feelings got the best of him didn't they yes they did He was so overcome with emotion that he actually had to pull Jesus aside. He pulled Jesus aside and said, Hey, wait a minute. You can't go up and die on us. We love you. We need you to guide us because our human logic is that when someone dies, they are no longer physically with us. We can no longer touch them, talk to them as we normally would. It wasn't until we found God that we learned that there is so much more to us than our physical existence we spent a good portion of our lives not knowing him and only having known our human instincts to rely on and Peter was no different as soon as he heard that Jesus was going to die that was it his emotions just like ours took right over and immediately he lost sight of God's will his feelings became more important in that moment to him. That he had to stop Jesus from what he was doing. Stop him in the work of God and take him aside. Because his feelings made him. When our emotions get the best of us like that, it is truly food for Satan and his army. We know that he grows stronger with our weaknesses. And one of those weaknesses is our emotions. They can cause us added pain Discomfort. And again, they keep us from seeing the will of God. We are on the tail end of something that was extremely scary at first. A Few weeks ago was the one year anniversary of the first reported case of COVID-19 in the ocean state. For many of us, our human emotions took right over and we were paralyzed, weren't we? A year ago today, year ago last week. Afraid to move or act or continue in doing the work of God. Slowly and surely, though, we found our hope and our faith that God would get us through it. We had hope for the future in whatever form it might take on. And sure enough, what did God do? God lent his strength to an army of doctors and scientists. Sure enough, with God's help, several methods of treatment were found. Vaccines were discovered. We discovered new ways to care for each other. We got creative and innovative and survived any way that we could. God also lent his strength to our faithful frontline workers who kept working and kept this country running. He lent his strength to those who work from home to help them get up and face each day. He helps each of us with all of our feelings that can come from constant isolation and what we've put up with just like he helped Peter and just like I'm sure he helped Jesus deal with Jesus's feelings. He has helped each of us manage our feelings so that we can move forward fearless in the face of the enemy, fearless in the face of Satan and of our feelings and especially fearless in the face of COVID-19 because we've gotten through it fearlessly. Brothers and sisters, as you make your way through your week, anytime you feel those feelings of doubt and fear start to creep up or stand in your way of doing God's work, I want you to say out loud, Get behind me, Satan. And know that God is going to pick him up like a little flea, move him and those feelings right on behind us. Because he has our backs, and he always will. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our beautifully crafted minds. We know that sometimes we might allow them to become clouded with fear of the unknown future, with doubts of moving ourselves out of whatever weeds we might find ourselves stuck in. Please help us, we pray, to always see your hand guiding us forward, and that you continue to strengthen our friendship with you as we strengthen our faith. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Thanks once again for tuning in. If you'd like to stay updated with our podcast, just click the follow button and follow along with us as we explore God's holy word to get through life together and really start living through Christ. If you have any questions or wish to help make this a better listening experience, please feel free to leave a note in the comments. I hope you tune in again next week and I look forward to hearing from you. Let's keep encouraging each other to move forward with God's good graces Amen and Alleluia.